Kia ora. Kofel Smith, I No, my kid Welcome to the House. So today, Parliament did this. Mr. Speaker, I move that the House do now adjourn. Yes, it adjourned, which is the end of its run to the election. Well, almost. But more on that in a moment. But before the House debated whether or not to adjourn, which is always a fun debate, they had one final order of business, which was agreeing to rule changes for the next Parliament. The new rules have been developed over the last year by a committee of senior MPs from every party. It's called the Standing Orders Committee. The speeches from each party on the new rules were fascinating and thoughtful and, as they sometimes are, very much disconnected from politics. Here's committee member and retiring MP, Jan Logie. I'm stoked to get to talk about this in my last speech to this parliament <laughs> because I've completely geeked out on this um, through the entire process. I like thank you, thank you. I'm going to take this moment. Um, like the rules of parliament, it sounds like it's something abstract and you know in-house that's not relevant to the general public. But actually, how we make laws, how we hold and test the effectiveness of government and how we enable the community to participate in our processes are central to a thriving democracy. As it happens, on the House's Sunday show, I'm having a chat with the Clerk of the House, David Wilson, and Principal Committee Clerk, Gabor Hellier, especially to discuss some of those new rules. So, after a pretty relentless few months, Parliament has officially adjourned, but not ended. That happens next Friday, in a ceremony that happens without a single MP involved. At its centre will be this man. I'm Philip O'Shea, the New Zealand Herald of Arms Extraordinary to the King. As a Herald, of course, I'm a member of the Royal Household, and uh, it's a personal appointment from the Queen. You are doing a thing next Friday that most people don't realise even happens. Tell me what it is. A formal dissolution of Parliament which is the responsibility of the Governor-General on the advice of the Prime Minister. This afternoon, Parliament adjourned. It had its final sitting day before the election, but all it did was adjourn till like next week or the week after. It didn't actually end itself, because it can't, can it? No. So, so the only person who can dissolve Parliament is the Governor-General. Well, the Governor-General was the one who summoned Parliament in the first place and appointed all the MPs and and uh, ministers. So they can't do away with themselves? The, the sovereign has to do that? That's right. It's the formal responsibility of the sovereign. So how does that happen? What are you actually going to do? The, the Governor-General signs a, a warrant, mm -hmm. <coughs> or a, a proclamation rather, dissolving Parliament. It's a very short document, which I read on behalf of the Governor-General, which just really dissolves Parliament. The Constitution Act of 1986 uh, prescribed that the dissolution of Parliament shall take place uh, by the reading of a, of a proclamation by the Governor-General. And I do that on behalf of the Governor-General. There you go. Words are more powerful than the sword. That's right. Yeah. It's not just the reading. It has to get witnessed. Is that right? It's witnessed by the Clerk of the House and usually in a, a Deputy Clerk of the House and myself. We sign a document afterwards. That was Philip O'Shea, Herald of Arms Extraordinary to the King. Weather permitting, that will happen on the front steps of Parliament at 11am next Friday, the 8th of September. And you've been listening to The House. It's a whakaranga koe ki te whare. This programme is produced with funding from Parliament's Office of the Clerk. Matua.